Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Sunny afternoon here in the dad quarters with Jason Clark. Sunny. Sunny disposition. You're getting your vitamin D in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, Dude, I've just I've came been out of vitamin a, D and vitamin E, oh, like trying to get those. That's real. Yeah, you have to. Real. You have you, to. Uh, we've, I think we might have talked about that before, you'll but be I remember a, our friends Addie, Snowboy, Addie Twig, Snowboy, Addie Twig, and Abby Fudor yeah. really went on a real long uh, talk one day about vitamin D and their wow. in, in living in Pittsburgh and and how we, since we are so de- de- yeah. depleted in that yeah. in that in our bodies that you want to affect your mood. You need vitamin D. And so uh, just just to explain uh, how crazy I mean, everybody's going through crazy weather things in the last decade or so. Uh, But but for instance, in Pittsburgh, this is that's where we're from, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. uh, My kids had a five day weekend, like a winter break, Mm. because Wednesday through Friday of last week, it was single digit temperatures. Well. Well, negative, negative, digits. some negative. plus wind chills. I mean, wind listen, chills, Chicago, 20. listen, yeah, we right. know like Chicago, Chicago you're listening to Chicago. You're hard. like, uh, yeah. a, we set our railroad tracks on fire <laughs> yes. for our subway yes. trains uh, because yes. it was so cold. That's yes. real. Go look at yeah. that. That was insane. So like, so we understand like yeah. we had it yeah. bad, but those but people just saying were like, how crazy is today. Today. So from Wednesday yeah. to Friday, my kids were off of well, school. Off school. Because of negative temperatures. Friday, we got hit with a clippa. A little Friday, snow clippa. A little snow clipper. <laughs> you guys spurt go in your house, you get hit by a snow clipper. You get a snow clipper. You know, kids been home for five did days. Did you say catch the tripper? No, I did <laughs> no. not. No. Yeah. It is now Monday. Yeah. And it is going to be 60 degrees today. 60 degrees. I mean, what? You, huh? Yenzer's got the jean shorts out, dude. Yeah, I, I want to wow. look at the grass. I there know, are guys out. When I, got here. I saw people washing their cars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of want to get my car washed. Yeah, uh, I want to jump on my tractor and cut around the snow. <laughs> like there's still some snow needs <laughs> to melt. Patches, but I might buzz it up a little bit. So, it's um, hey, welcome to Grown Dad Business. Yeah, uh, we are doing kind of a part two on cartoons. Uh, Jason. Yeah, I am here, Harlan. So yeah, Harlan. Uh, so your note to HR didn't make it. Based on the Grown Dead Business Constitutional Amendments yeah. that we have, uh, it is Jason cannot be removed by a guest. No, that is part of our. No matter how long they've had a blue check mark, that is part of our statutes. Yeah. Our statute. I'm making things up. I was listening to that. Po- I listened to that. Po- <laughs> I listened to that podcast, and uh, when that part, you know, Harlan's, you know. Calling for my termination. Um, just <laughs> let you know, Harland, I went and took my uh, my my sealed copy of Employee of the Month, and uh, and I threw it in garbage. Sealed copy. Sealed copy. Uh, that movie spoke to my heart. I thought you were waiting to get that uh, to signed by Dan Cook. <laughs> I thought you were no. no. <laughs> uh, so Jason is back. Uh, Harland uh, is on a long sabbatical yeah. until he returns Oof. again. Yeah. But no, uh, it's a topic that Jason and I really wanted to talk about. And uh, I was out of town for a week. And can uh, we start a fake beef between me and Harland? <laughs> fake beef? What are you talking about? Like uh, this is well, the shirts are. I'm afraid of you guys ever meeting. Like I don't like Jason already created uh, merch yeah. uh, that we'll post later this week. Yeah. That uh, there is merch that, uh, for Harland. I mean, there's there's already beef merch. Yeah, there's beef merch, dude. Mm-hmm. Beef merch. That's how I roll. <laughs> there's Jason R created beef merch. How quick can we get something printed up? I we assume. know the place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let, I want to give a quick shout out to this. Yeah. Oh no, well, well, I just wanted to say, like, I'm we're sorry. continuing cartoons. Yes. 
Uh, we're continuing cartoons, and and Jason did make a beef shirt. Uh, but we, we, dude, we we've been talking for months now about mm-hmm. like doing some bigger and better things. Yeah. And now's the time to really be like, yo, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um. So next week, uh, our next episode, uh, by February 11th. Uh, if you're listening, just whenever, then just you know. This is for the people that are listening every week and that wait by their phone devices for the podcast to pop up for the new. Yeah. We have some of those people. Sure. So especially our intercontinental champ, Corey. Corey. Uh, shout out to Corey. Uh, by the way, congrats to Corey. Just revealed his second child. Yeah. Is a boy. It's a boy. And that's the kind of attention that you get when you're intercontinental champion of what the was, GDB. What, what's Corey's first child? Is a little girl. A little girl. So he's got it. Yeah, he's, he's a got picket a little, fence. He's got a little stepdaughter. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, pre- yeah, yeah, that's how. Picket yeah. fence, dog. I don't want to misspo- speak about the, his inter- the intercontinental lock championship's it, life. But lock it, sure. lock it down. Yeah, it's isn't that over. awesome? Let's lock it down. That's awesome. Boy, yeah. girl, fence, dog, boom, in, car dude. in the garage, go. Doom. Just run boom, life. Boom, boom. <laughs> did I say doom instead of boom? I didn't mean uh, that. It's all good. <laughs> but kind of did I? Mm. Uh, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Corey, and uh, uh, we're we're doing we're doing some fun things. Yeah, uh, it's happening. We are starting Patreon February eleventh. Mm-hmm. Um, we are uh, also pushing out uh, some grown dad shirts, some merch. Yeah, it's part of the Patreon thing. Uh, mm-hmm. If you sponsor us on Patreon, become a partner on Patreon, you will have access to our our bonus show. Yep, that was good, right? It's good. Right? That's what it's called. Yep. Uh, we have a bonus show. I even have. We get some tastes. Week. Yeah, you can go back and see. There's been a few. Of those that we've released, yeah. just to give a little teaser of what you know what and can be. The first one that's going to be uh, released is Harlan Williams' bonus episode. Okay, we did a little bonus. Let's make some uh, money off him before I eliminate him. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a little bonus episode with Harlan, uh, and Jason and I will have a bonus episode every episode. There is uh, merch giveaways on there. Mm-hmm. There's for all the new merch page that we have, Grown Dad uh, merch stuff. Um, you're gonna get discounts. Uh, there's going to be stand-up clips. You can get free. Uh, I have a secret album mm-hmm. that I recorded in Toronto mm-hmm. at a um, marijuana-loving uh, comedy club in Toronto. I, yeah, that's an interesting this thing. Is a, this is a deep cut that I'm offering yeah. to Patreon uh, the, sponsors. The thing about performing in, you know, comedy has always best been fueled yeah. by alcohol, yeah. right? The yeah. audience. Yeah. Uh, uh, an audience fueled by cannabis, a yeah. different kind of room. That's a different kind of laugh. That's a different kind totally of... Totally different. Totally different. Uh, so uh, a, a little while back, I, I headlined in Toronto with my friend Norlex Belma. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend uh, Norlex uh, opened for me in, Brooklyn. in Canada. Yeah. Flatbush. And, uh, dude, so we had a blast and I recorded it and the recording was so good that I released it uh, for a limited time on iTunes and... Uh, for a week and like within a week, like 400 people bought it. Yeah. And uh, some of some of the people that have heard it, it, it it's it's me inadvertently getting high as hell. Uh, are they smoking while you're on oh, stage? Dude. Oh, snap. Right. Um, so here's the thing. Oh, so man. when in Rome. Uh, so dude. so I'm like, sure, I'll have a little little toke toke before I get on. Right. And then you're just in a room like when they used to smoke at Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> and. You're on stage talking for 45, 50 minutes, and the smoke level is at your waist. So me, you know, I'm not a f- slow talker. No. I'm just sucking in this oh air. Oh, my God. And uh, it is it is some uh, some jokes you've heard on my last, uh, my first album, Grown Man Business. A, I'm going to become a Patreon it's subscriber some... just so I can. I'll you... send it to you. Oh, I didn't want to ask. I'll send it. <laughs> 
But so, no, that's one of the things I want to share with people. It, and no, also, it's a great thing. I've been I love recording it. so much stand-up, and I just want to share, like, little bits I love with you. it. Yeah, I, I want to do stuff like High five? That's a high five. Boom. Uh, so, yeah, I want to share stuff like that. It's I think fun. that's dope. Merch discounts. And and as the as as time goes on, yeah. we're going to be putting new, yeah. new stuff in. Grown Dad cooking segments. Yeah. <laughs> Grown Dad cooking. Dude, are you kidding me? Like, I'm ready. Do you want to do you want a five minute video of from Jason? Jason how to cook risotto? <laughs> because do I mean, I'll do it. We got all kinds of grandad business I'll we can put offer some you. Stuff to get, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Do you want to know how to plant a shrub? <laughs> I got you. I used to own a company. I mean, Jason was into real estate it's for four fun. weeks. Do you That's need, it. Do you need it? I was in real estate for uh, two weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> our, our combined experience will get you in the dream home of your life. Our combined experience of seven months of real estate. <laughs> We will sell your house for you. For you. For, for, for you. you. <laughs> this is a long intro, but this oh, is all necessary. It is. Uh, but no, we're excited to just do extra stuff yeah. and that we have to because you're supporting us. I think that we're at a time with podcasting that we understand that there's um, the game is 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 changed a lot. Yeah. The game is is fruitful. It's mm-hmm. out there. And you see a lot of podcasters doing a lot of great stuff yeah. from production values that we want to be able yeah. to put into our podcast and do mm-hmm. more things as a brand right. to be able to to continue to um, you know have these fun discussions and and have people think about like cartoons. Yeah. We're talking about Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Are you t- kidding me? That is probably ninety nine percent of yeah. the, our listeners' thoughts of a fuzzy childhood yeah, 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 of how yeah. great things were. Right. Um, but 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 at the same time, I mean, for us to be able to do more things we need to to be able to yeah. put money behind it and and the patreon is something that we have researched for a long time now dude i aaron has spent and i if will tell anybody you wants to yeah put a patreon yeah. page together i'll yeah. consult you for yeah a yeah <laughs> it is aaron aaron um has put a lot of work into this and a I lot of be, conversation i want to be great because i don't i've always uh, look I, we both we grew up poor i'm mm-hmm. we're, we're look yeah we're not rich people. Like I but know, this is also the business and the direction that, yes, this, that the, the entertainment I, business is. I gone. know what it's like to spend three bucks, five bucks, ten bucks on something. Sure, I do. I got kids. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we we we've worked hard our whole life. Yeah, I get that. And so, like, I want to make sure you guys get a little something for supporting us. Yeah, you know, and f- and and for everything we've done over the last couple of years too. And, yeah, and part of part of not even supporting us, it's really supporting the people that support us sure which is like shout out to our editor ryan yeah like dude ryan has been editing our podcast for free for years yeah like and you know i try to throw him a little something here and there sure you know uh we did some advertising last month i threw that to ryan yeah like uh, because yeah. you know he's he's he has a day job yeah you know he's helping us out and then you know our uh, our friend jerome mm-hmm. aka uh sketch jones aka yeah. kid mental yeah. you know he's working on music stuff for us he's working he designed all of the merch that you're gonna see Oh, in the yeah. Grown Dad merch store. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's dope. And he's yeah. designed posters for us. Yeah. And, you know, um, and, you know, Adam Adam works his ass off sometimes for us, too. Sure. When, when we need Adam, you know, doing something. Yeah, so we, it, it gives something. us an opportunity. Now, we understand that these are people that yeah. love working co- collaboratively with us. Yeah. And and there is part of it. They they're they're like us. They're dads that have a passion. That's what's and cool. a love yeah. for things. And they're like, dude, this is my. We have this little dad squad. Yeah, we have this little dad squad type of deal going on right now. But there is a point of 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 being able to make sure that people are have even if they wanted to do, you know, a, if 
you know, they wanted to add something to be able to make things better right. and maybe upgrade a program that they're using right. or something like that. Right. You know, we want to be able yep. to push them in their direction to become more creative right. in what they're doing. It is this synergy that's happening of yeah. a, a, a group of a group of talented individuals with different talents coming together Boom. and expanding yep. their opportunities. Yeah. And that's that's part of the brand idea. Yeah. And, and like. It's so encouraging when, like, you know, when you have 500 people listen to a new episode in a day, Mm -hmm. you know, that's exciting or over a weekend or something like, you know, it's like so it's like people we want to give people more stuff. Yeah. Like we want to like people are like, guys, you guys need to do video. Well, we could do that if we had a little more, you know, like I don't have the I don't have the money to go get a GoPro. Well, because the reality of it is, is we could obviously work it out and do something, you know, but we want it to be we want it to be good. I don't want to sit there and hold my phone while we Facebook live. Yeah, that's not what we're looking. That's not where we're going. But there's a lot of different things coming up. Live performance right now. I mean, I just listened to this incredible podcast with the CEO and co-founder of Twitter. I just started that. You got it. This that episode of WTF with Mark Marin is mind-blowing talking about technology and things but what my point is and what I'm getting at is periscoping periscope was bought by Twitter periscope you started using periscope when it first came out comics jumped on it quick Mm -hmm. because they were able to give snippets of their performances live to their fans and then um, Twitter came in and bought them because yeah. Twitter was like, what happens to most small tech upstarts? Right. The big boys look at it and go, we can make this and even dude, better. And they've sat on it and it's mm-hmm. still maintained a, 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 a pulse. But now I haven't used my Periscope in a year but, easily. But get it's ready. There are great things coming with yeah. with with that with that Periscope yeah. account that and they I didn't loved, have before. And, I, and that's kind of stuff I would love to do, because with Periscope, a couple times I just Periscoped my uh a uh, uh, guest set yeah. of just me working out sure. new stuff. Like, sure. hey, I'm going to be on Periscope tonight at about 8.30. Yeah. You want to come check out a right. new set that And I'm that's doing. what podcasts... And I had like 1,100 people watching. So, so that's what crazy. Po- so that's one of the things that, you know, that you understand where podcasting right. is going. But to do that... It, it's going to take our yeah. uh, an opportunity for us to to be able to give you better content. Right. So that's where Patreon comes in. Yeah, and, right. and it took us a while to get to this point. I think yeah. that we went back and forth well, on and different just, things. And we just look and said, here is it's no different in a way when it comes to, OK, we're monetizing something. Yeah. The idea of it is that I, mean, I get paid to tell jokes. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, like, it's you selling merch. Yeah, we're doing after, a fun it's show. you selling a merch yeah. at a merch table after performing. Right. It is another way for us to get the art out and yeah, get, right. to get to share. Absolutely. Well, you obviously, if you're listening, yeah, you you kind of dig what we're doing. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because this is fun. Yeah, like I feel. No I think for a what, while we got hung up on numbers and numbers and numbers, mm-hmm. and now when we started to focus on where does it need to go production wise because yeah. the game has changed, we're not worried about the the the, the listens Make as much. Show. They're important. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of the mentality that we've yeah. gone with. So, you know, I, pr- I think you've, it's fun that we do this. We enjoy mm-hmm. it as, as friends. I do. When, and, and, and when you do see people share it and comment and, and please do share comment with yeah. us. That's the other couple things that are going to happen in Patreon too, is that we're going to have some Google Hangouts. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to have an opportunity just like, we would love to just sit there and cut up with 10 parents. Yeah. And just be like, oh, my Te- God, you guys want to hear us do this episode? There, and that's, yeah. Fun I want to do it. that stuff. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things, too, is and this is another jump is one of our one of our huge sponsors that we've had big partners that we've had huge shout out to Ink Division. Mm-hmm. So Ink Division is we, we hooked up with them 
to make all of our grown dad shirts and and our merch that you guys can check out and get discounts through Patreon. And uh, if you go check out ink-division.com, mm-hmm. um, you can check out ink-division. And it's the actual dash, not the word dash. Right. Uh, ink-division.com or find them on Instagram, Twitter. And we're going to post it. You'll, you'll see mm-hmm. me post for, Inst- uh, for Ink Division on Instagram, and I'll tag them on Facebook. But, like, they've been a great local partner for us that, you know, make apparel, incredible apparel that ships nationwide – um, but they're from locally from the steel town of Braddock right mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And they've been a great partner to Arcade Comedy Theater o- over the past few years. It's the only vendor that we've used yeah. uh, since the day we opened, I believe, was uh, was Ink Division. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I work hand in hand with those those folks um, on on all of our merch lines. And, and they've just been incredible partners. Yeah. And it just makes sense. Great quality. They take good care of me. You know, if you walk in, you're like. I don't know what a good shirt is, yeah. but I know that this isn't necessarily something I would wear. What do you, and, and that's how we base it. I'm wearing, Bro, I'm I, wearing one right now. Yeah. Yeah. An Ink Division T and it is the softest. Dude, I mean, they I will never in the right direction. not order next level shirts from Ink Division. Yeah. Dude, the brand of next level. When I sell shirts on the road. Yeah, that's what I'm wearing. Yeah, yep. the next level is amazing. Ar- Arcade uses them too. Yep. And, and that's their most popular brand. I've ordered shirts in the last 20 years for all yeah. sorts of shit. Yeah. The <laughs> cut is important. That's the thing. We get crazy cut. when we start talking about fashion and, you know, we've gone back and forth. Oh. There's times where you get a T-shirt and you're just like, the cut on this is just a square. Where they got they got those those free, I just signed up for a credit card shirt. Yes. And, and I just paid 20 bucks for this. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. what I say. Uh, this, is, this is all I'll say about Ink Division is when I sell uh, merch all over the country and people are like, I don't know, what size is it? Is it comfortable? And I told him, I said, my wife said that we got to keep these shirts mm-hmm. because these shirts feel like you can sleep in them. Yeah. And my shirt, my, my wife said, don't sell a shirt that you can't sleep in. Yep. And when I tell people, they go, oh, let me feel it. And I go, feel this shirt. I, and yeah. I tell them that all the time. Yeah. I said, you want a shirt that you can sleep in and people will keep it. Mm-hmm. And they are right. People touch that shirt. It's a great shirt. And the print on it is it never fades. Nope. Dude, I've, I mean, oh. come on. How many times have you wore... You know, I've yeah. had my Be Kind, Be Funny shirts. Yep. I've had my uh, World's Okay as Parent shirts. Yep. All the arcade shirts that we wear nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dude, they don't fade. Nope. We wash them all the they time. Hold, they hold up, man. It's, Dude, a, it's a great product. So, Ink Division, uh, look for them locally, uh, Braddock, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Nationally, ink-division.com. Tell them Grown Dad sent you. Uh, they're going to hook you up. Um, and they're going to be they're gonna uh, be running a lot of our Grown Dad stuff that we're putting out yeah. uh, on February 11th along with the Patreon. So, look out for that. Uh, so yeah, let's That's talk it. about cartoons. Let's talk about it. That's what we're doing. We're getting <laughs> yeah. into it. That was a long intro, but this is There's important. A lot for of us. stuff coming up. So this is we wanted to fine. share it with We've you. We've been teasing it and teasing it. Yeah, now we can talk about it. So Saturday morning cartoons. Just cart. Yeah, start with Saturday morning cartoons, bro. Go dad business with Aaron Cliver. Hey, that's my dad's name. And Jason Clark. Not my dad, but he's a cool dude. Rate and review. Subscribe and share. Grown Dad Business with Aaron Carter. Yeah. Um, and Jason Clark. Back to get super dope. Boom. So, so, so hitting right out the gate with cartoons. Like, Jason and I talk about cartoons all the time. And with Harland, like... It's funny, go if you go back and listen to Harlan's episode when we're talking about cartoons, one of the things that 
this is a good jump off point. Yeah. One of the things that surprised me was that he hates Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a spoiler alert. You probably already listened mm. to that one. He hated Looney Tunes. He thought it was the same thing over and over. Right, right, and right. I don't know. Like, I I wasn't, like, obsessed with Looney Tunes. Yeah, no, me neither. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. If it was on, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't mind watching the Roadrunner get his ass beat I, I think the every two, week. so the, when I think of Looney Tunes, I think of three yes. separate characters. Okay. I think of Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. I, I do, think, I do, I do. I, I think of um, Tweety Bird. Oh, yeah. And I think of Roadrunner. Oh, wow, yeah. Those are my three. Now, the one that I want to know I is, saw, I think, more Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. See, and, and, yeah, Elmer and Fudd. And Sylvester and Tweety a lot. Yeah, Sylvester and Tweety were under that yeah. Tweety package. Yes, um, Yosemite Sam. And so those are, those, that there, that's the wheel. And now, was Peppy Le Pew, hated Peppy Le Pew. Dude, I even, hated that even cartoon. Even as a kid, I was like, this is the creepiest person I've ever met. I did. <laughs> I remember being so not entertained by so, Peppy Le Pew. we were pretty woke as children. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I, yeah, right? I guess you can find that parallel. Yeah. But I hated that cartoon. If that came on, because they did them in little blocks, right, yeah, if I yeah. remember correctly. And if it was like Pepe Le Pew, it was like, it's time to go get my cereal yeah, refill. Here's this scumbag. Yeah, it was. I never found it to be funny. I never yeah. enjoyed it to, at all. I always um, saw Pepe Le Pew as like that handsy boyfriend that my mom brought home to meet oh me one my time. God, it's disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, look at this Pepe Le Pew. So weird. This guy yeah. stinks. But no, I never got into like like what no, what. No what, offense, what, mom. You know what I'm talking about. What um, <laughs> uh, the guy that who shall not be named. What he said in the last podcast. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, it, it, the idea Armed. that they were all the same tropes, I guess, is what he was thinking. It like, is an, oh, a very interesting observation. It, it, I never, yeah, it, it absolutely is, and I'll give him a little credit for that thought. But uh, <laughs> no, um, I never really put two and two together to think about. Well, I've never given myself enough time to sit back and think about what was the sure. what was the moral objective, what was happening in this strain of cartoons. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing that. Good for him. He's got that yeah. thought to do it, but he's right. Yeah. That, you know, whether it's the Roadrunner, it's the classic good versus evil. Right. You know what I mean? That that was there. Each one of them had like the whole idea of he's absolutely right. You had the good character and the bad character. Yep. And all they did for the whole brief episode was try to kill each other. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, like. So Jason and I discovered that uh, well we we were like what's your favorite cartoon and I don't know if we want to reveal this yet we can but however it was the we same never one. but we never talked never about talked that about ever this. and I asked you on the phone this morning Boom. I said what was your favorite childhood cartoon and it's we kind of said it at the same, at time. same time it's exact I wish yeah. we would have done like Velociraptor are we now best friends <laughs> I wish we would have had our but honestly yeah. we've had that moment probably a dozen yeah, times we have. in our friendship. Yeah. Where we were like, now let's go to the pumpkin. Uh, let's go to yeah. the garage and uh, which, Kung Fu Pumpkins. Which, which, looking at, like, it'd be great. <laughs> I actually think this would be fun. To Who's your favorite hip-hop group of all time? Beastie Boys. Boys. <laughs> to, to, to chart um, cartoons yeah. in a way that it went like this. Looney Tunes, Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, right. So when you get into then now let's get into the Hanna-Barbera roster. Flintstones. Yeah, because Jetsons. I mean, everyone Our knows favorite. classics. You know, I, I liked Flintstones uh, mm-hmm. and Jetsons. I would watch them a little bit. Yeah. But I never got attached to it hard. Mm, yeah. I think also, too, and this is a weird thing, not for, you know, I vowed to not bring it up, but 
there's sometimes where our small age gap is so broad. A lot, yeah. There's a lot of things that happen in that. I think we discovered it's more in like music and entertainment. Yes, it's like there was a huge gap. Yeah, from just the couple years that you're older than me, and like it's wild that like it was like as I think for for me when I was a kid in the mid '80s. I think Flintstones and Jetsons started fading away. Yeah. Because they were playing reruns. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Point. It was all in syndication. But yeah. it started fading away, and then I started getting hit hard with those 80s cartoons with the G.I. Joe, yeah. the He Man, the it, Smurfs. There was that shift where, well, Smurfs was still a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was sort of like when, because my young, my generation, my young years, it was you only seen cartoons on Saturdays. That yes. was the only time. Yes. When television expanded and started utilizing what we called after school cartoons, yes. um, I remember that shift happening in, in the in, I would tell you eighty four, eighty five, eighty six. Right, right. Yep. Because I remember Thundercats. Oh, I was five years being old after yep. school. Yep. And that's when now because because yeah because we got cable and those types of things more channels yeah. became available but yeah the af- Dude, the after school cartoon became a thing but i also remember the saturday morning cartoons then morphed into they knew our group was the first group to be hooked on them yes. okay that generation yeah. they knew once we got older what are we going to give them Saved by the Bell, bro. You're right. We're gonna give them Saved by the Bell because they were watching. Well, they were watching Hanna Barbera growing up with us on NBC, right. and now they are at the age where they don't want cartoons. We're gonna give them adolescent, yeah, television shows. Well, not even not even that. I mean, you could you could grab a few cartoons that like one of my favorites of all time uh, is Batman the Animated Series. Right. So when you started hitting late '80s, early '90s, you look at 1989. Simpsons comes out. Sure. I mean, dude, I, I've watched Simpsons since the day it came out. Yeah. It's you know, and it's not an adult. It is an adult cartoon. It is. But it was for the generation that grew up yes. on cartoons and entertainment yeah. and knew that we still love that world. Like you were we like still what, wanted... middle school when Simpsons came out. I. It, high it came out in '89. High school, yeah. It came out in '89. Yeah. I was a I was a freshman I mean, in high dude, school. That's amazing. Yeah, you know. And then you look at Batman. I remember series. kids in high school wearing you know Bart Simpson T-shirts yeah, and things like that. And then and then a lot of people don't remember after school Animaniacs came on. Yeah, dude, Animaniacs is a kids' cartoon, but there is so many entertainment yeah. and pop culture references. I mean, they have references to Andy Warhol in and it. That's and that's like, the and that's the gap in cartoon time that I was not. Right, right. So I'm out at that point. Right. Like I'm not into but Animaniacs that, and things like that. So I was that, I was too old. That hit us hard after school. Yeah. We got hit hard in the in the late 80s early 90s right. with, you know, Darkwing Duck and DuckTales. Think of the marketing and, behind it. Think of the the thought process oh, yeah. behind that of the idea that as also the first couple generations of true latchkey kids. Yeah. And these kids are coming home from school to an empty house. What yeah. are we going to put on the television? We're going to put on this type of entertainment. Yeah. So the thought of the and placement of when those shows started hitting yeah. Aaron was absolutely a cultural shift. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It had to have been. Yeah. Because I, I distinctly remember being a little bit younger and cartoons not being on after school. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would come home and I would watch The A-Team and mm-hmm. MacGyver. That's yeah. what was on f- it, from like three to four. Their <laughs> that, syndications, yeah, yes. Yeah, so like I would, I would watch that. 
Um, yeah. And then cartoons started. Then you're watching Ducktales, Tailspin, yeah. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was what blew Nick- up. Huge. I remember when Nickelodeon was a thing. Like, yeah. For uh, like, well, I remember when that became like when we were all still getting cable. That was with um, like we would watch. Um, you can't do that on television, which I was mind that. blowing to oh, me. Oh, it was like Mad Magazine. It was not the show. Yeah, that's you're where the like, whole Whoa. that's where the whole slime thing yeah. started for Nickelodeon. Yeah. Think of that. It all had because you could not say the phrase "I don't know." Or you can say water. Water, what was it? Water what a, a bucket of water. And but I if don't you know, said, I don't know, slime. got you slimed. So they built an entire marketing brand, brand around that one By moment way, in a Canadian a show that, that had they a... Just bought the rights to. Yeah, that Alanis Morissette... Randomly was, was on the cast. Was on the yeah. cast. And yeah. it was a Canadian show because they talked... A, they had a lot of boats yeah. and things, and it sounded and it different Canadian, to me. It was Canadian, like, public access show. Yes. And Nickelodeon bought the rights... Put it on, put it on their show, mm-hmm. and then we're like, we're getting a big rise out of the slime portion of the show. And that's it. And now they slime celebrities at their annual, you know, award show. Yeah, it, it, that that to me is like now they have the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. Yeah, yeah, and you get slimed. and like the host is Drake, and he gets slime. Yes. It's All off insane. of the TV show. I know. You can't do that on television yeah. from our generation just coming into yeah. watching those things. Two, you know what, too? Like, I, I feel like we're the first kind of generations, too, that as adults, we're in love with cartoons still. Yeah. Like, dude, we think about, like, everybody that we know that watches Family Guy. Like, I'm not. I'm Family not, Guy's yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm not. It's fine. I've I don't watch it. a lot of. I do not watch a lot. I will not watch. I generally. Grown up animation. Not in my like. It's not a movie. I would never dial up an animated show. If Melissa sure. and I are like, let's watch a movie. Generally, it's not gonna be animated. I'm a one and done with a lot of things like that. Like we go seeing The Incredibles. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of now. I don't have the kids around. Like before, right. we would have all the DVDs of the movies that we see sure. at, sh- at the at the theaters together. And now we don't have that. So. It'd have to be something really, yeah. Spe- like the Spider Man, and I know everyone's going nuts about it. We just, I, I get incredible. it, I get it. I, it's, I, I'll come across it eventually. I'm and not you know going to run you'll, out. You'll and love go it. For it. Yeah. it doesn't feel like a cartoon, yeah. but it is. But That's I'm, why it's so innovative. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a. Cartoon. But I'm not. But again, I'm not seeking out cartoons right. when well, it comes I mean, to movies. Well, we look at now, like coming from like you know us growing up with cartoons and and mm-hmm. following us into adulthood, which is by the way what Viacom has vowed to do, which I don't know if you know this, but like mm. Viacom owns Nickelodeon MTV. Right, right. So like uh I remember one time they put out a timeline is that Viacom's mission statement is to entertain us till we die. From the moment we're born until the day we die. Do you know that? Hmm. That's their they literally are like, here's our little kids shows. Here's Nickelodeon. Here's Nick Jr. Here's We're gonna oh, take you all the way yep. along the timeline yep. of life. Here's MTV. Here's Comedy Central. Here is VH1. You like old shows? Oh, that's wow. Nick at Night. Like, and then yeah. and then all the way to yeah. the, like. That's the type of business stuff that you think about a business that is built with an idea of yep. it, within entertainment yep. of the fact that I've watched them since I was yes. a kid. Yeah. I've watched their content. Yeah. On every yeah. platform, that that was actually a spreadsheet, uh, a, yeah. p- a flow chart in an office at right. Viacom one day to say, if I can get Jason Clark hooked in at yeah. this age with cartoons, this is what I need to be prepared for yeah. for when he hits this age and this age. On so Dude, on. And, 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 and like, I think, I mean, I think a lot of people would say that, like, you know, uh, The Simpsons really ushered in adult cartoons 
I mean, it really yeah. mainstream like people taking it made chances us be on like them. it made us be like, oh, it's oh, a viable. Oh, there, the, I can watch this and yeah. be, and find humor. I mean, I was you obsessed know, I, with Simpsons. I still will. I yeah, I I I I like them. I didn't I didn't become obsessed with them. I think <laughs> I would have said uh, yeah, I was more into sitcoms and things when it came right. to television watching Friends, Seinfeld. That was when the big Thursday night thing right. was banging. You know those things. So I f- kind of fell off the idea of uh, of watching a cartoon at eight o'clock at night. Uh, right. But I did watch The Simpsons. I found it funny. I still will throw them on from time to time. Simpsons, maybe if Simpsons I come across is my them. office. Oh, interesting. like you know how? Like I don't know if you have friends like this, but yeah. a lot of comedian friends that have watched apparently the, office. the American Office is their Cheers. Yeah, I know people that have watched the entire series, series over ten times. That's crazy to me. It's very funny. It is, and I'm like, wow. But uh, I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. But what I mean is, for Simpsons, for me. Is I can throw that on and watch it whenever. Yeah. Like I'll just be like, oh, this is that episode, or oh, I didn't see this episode. And can you use it? Do you find it? You maybe use it as white noise too. No, I don't do that a lot. Oh, do you um, lock in? My white noise has to be music. Okay, right. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I, I can't have television on. No, because I can listen to music. To I can listen to music softly. Yeah. Um, and 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 do certain things. A Other bit. things I can't. Like, I, I have to have complete here, silence. I could sit here on my laptop and send a couple emails. Yes. Or if I'm doing repetitive and put Simpsons on. Yeah. Yeah. If I put repetitive, yeah. if I'm doing something repetitive, yeah, that's right. generally when I'll put music on. But Simpsons for me, like I went really hard into Simpsons. I mean, I I wrote papers on a paper on Simpsons in in college, and like yeah. you know, because there it's really you know really. Uh, talented writers, very sure. educated people, and it, all it is is it's an animated sitcom. Like, yeah, take your what, but, oh, I love the you know whatever family that was a family driven sitcom, right. and you're like, that's The Simpsons. It's absolutely it, they're the same writers. It's, it's, it's just it's, it's animated. It's a cross between you know married with children and all in mm-hmm. the family and ma- ma- a big genius. mash together. Absolutely. It's genius. And so for me, like growing up watching it in high school and then even in college, Simpsons for me became a Oh, Saturday Night Live writers write for this, mm, like that. Right. So that's where I revere yeah, I mean, Simpsons because Conan O'Brien. Right, I mean, you think of the people the, that came. The, from, one of the Jesus. best episodes, the monorail episode. Yeah, it's one of the best episodes ever yeah. made. He wrote it, you know. And so for me, that's I revered them, and I wrote Simpsons spec scripts. Yeah, you know, when I was interested, you know, mm. you know, doing stuff like that. So, uh, but then, but now, I think you now you go to. Uh, like we, I watched all these. Uh, the Netflix now, um, F is for Family. Bill Burr. Oh, uh, I've heard great things. Yeah. You, you have to watch that. Yeah, but dude, it, but again, it's, it's so it's, funny. But again, that's it, more married with children. But again, listen, <laughs> that's funny that you say you've got yeah. to listen. I'll put it on my list. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jason summed up our whole friendship is what <laughs> our whole friendship is. A portion of our friendship yes. is. Um, is basically Aaron asking me if I've seen a movie. Just between, me, yeah, between me, Jason, yeah, between Jason and Sean Collier, I'm always like, you know, like you know that movie that you know, you know and I'm like, you gotta see that. How are you not watching that yet? Yeah, and, you know, and that's I'm yeah, that guy. He, he's that guy. So, um, so what I said was, it was um, my whole life. It was a meme that I came with. Someone's tweet. My whole life consists of people asking me if I've seen this movie and me telling them, no, I haven't seen that movie. And then them telling me I should see that movie and then me telling them I'll add it to the list. But there's no list and I won't watch that movie. <laughs> so, 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 no, it's hilarious because it is so true. But it is. Yeah. It, but it, it's not. It, listen, it's not exclusive to you. I mean, it's yeah, always yeah, yeah, the yeah. case when people say it to me, I'm generally like, oh, great. 
yeah, I'll put it on. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching that, but I never will. And and I think the thing with um, F is for family. I've seen some clips of it and I've laughed cool. and I'm like, oh, and I and I yeah. and I respect the comic mind of of Burr. Um, and and Mulaney's involved as well mm-hmm. with that. I do believe. Mm-hmm. And 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 so, but it's animated. Sam Rockwell plays his yeah neighbor yeah who's a radio DJ yeah. in the seventies. Yeah. He's fantastic. I'm, I'm definitely too. gonna have to watch. I will definitely it's, dial it up. But what does keep me as it not being a first choice is that it's animated. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, and then and then uh, the other one is uh, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney's Big Mouth. That's what I thought. Oh Mulaney. yeah, I'm sorry. Mulaney's yeah, 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 with I Big Mouth. That's oh, sorry, right. Yeah. Scratch that. Well, then it's there's Burr. that show, yeah. which which you look at that show That's, and it is your adolescence. Oh, dude, basically. it is the most. I think that show is genius. Yeah. Because it is super crass. Yeah. It's super dirty, but everything about it is right. Is natural. Yeah. It's like real life. And it really it's Nick Kroll and John Mulaney basically voice these characters of tales of their adolescence. Yeah. And they have hormone monsters yes. and like dudes. It's like a wizard or something. I mean, bro, <laughs> the shit that they say in yeah. this show. Yeah. I mean, they have vaginas which, dancing. Which I definitely have to check out both it's of these because bananas. I do respect all of those as performers i think it's yes. great to see them do more with their art form and that's yes. one thing that's amazing that you're seeing with comedy right now yeah. and you're seeing a lot of a lot of comedians a lot of stand-ups venturing into different mediums but it's still their sense of humor it's mm-hmm. challenging them in ways that you think they go out they do their set it's robotic in a lot of ways in their heads it's so quick sure. right because it's over and over and over again but it's giving them an opportunity for another way to reach. Right. And, you know, that's what podcasting is for, yep. like, Burr. You know, and think Burr is sitting down for four hours talking on a podcast. And that's another way to get creative juices going. Well, isn't it cool, too, that, like, I think now that, not to, like, get into this topic, but I think now you see, like, in order to be successful in entertainment, you have to have a couple more uh, cards to show. Yeah. I mean, like, when they talk about people being, like, content creators. Yes. I mean, Burr is a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. an accomplished actor, a sh- uh, basically a showrunner and creator and writer. Yeah. Uh, a huge podcaster. I mean, you know, when you're... Dude. <laughs> dude. And they're all intertwined. I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I just... I just... I'm, I'm literally talking about what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm a stand-up comedian, an actor, a podcaster, yes. and now I'm making a kid's book. Where I think... Like, it's where, the stuff where, you gotta do. Where I think that within that world of stand-up comedy whereas it was almost that either you were a true comic right or you weren't i think right. there could be an old guard change right. where you think of people that would you know well then you're not you know i i think it's kind of funny that we sit there and are like oh you have these youtube stars that all of a sudden you know blew up and those types of things and and they're content creators. Right. Yep. Here you are, already a proven commodity, Bill Burr. Right. Here you are, already a proven commodity. And, oh, and your sense of humor can be put into a different medium that I would absolutely yeah. eat up and buy. Like, how can you? And that's, I mean, it's that's. amazing. And, and that's what we're doing. It's wonderful. I mean, yeah. like, we're, you know, I, I love that I can take something that I love doing and that I'm that that we're good at yeah. is making people laugh, whether it mm-hmm. be in conversation like this mm-hmm. or sure. by f- being on camera yeah. and playing a character yeah. or being live in front of somebody. Yeah. You know, I mean, shit, 
I've done forms of comedy in every different medium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I think it's important. And it's yeah. people want content. People want all the. And it's so just animation. So much, there's so much technology that's available. It's it's great. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, how we got from uh, Hanna okay, Barbera, but, like, but it is. But it, I think it's an interesting flow to the discussion of a timeline. Yeah, and of how we've grown up with this form of entertainment and how it is yeah. fed off into these other spindles as adults. Because yeah, yeah we still will sit down and read a comic book. I like, mean, you think I, about you know, yeah, adults now will read comic the books. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay, talk about The Walking Dead. Does The Walking Dead exist from if it doesn't have a generation like our generations right. that were brought up on? cartoons and comic books yeah. in this world of make-believe and these different things right. it allowed for us to expand our our our, our minds it allowed for us right. to be entertained and in ways entertain us and teach us different yeah. things you know and and learn from that and then we as adults then grow up and you're like oh now i'm into like some scary stuff i'm into novellas right. i'm into these types of things oh here's this guy that's going to be like writing this freaking how many years has that comic book been a thing right. and now it's a television show that spindle shoots off i mean it's a crazy thought right yeah yeah no it's it's uh it's just it's just fun to know that like now we're this generation that we still love cartoons and comic books and it's funny like uh and and uh i had an i had somebody say one time they're like they're like uh like i'm a grown up like i'm not watching cartoons like that's yeah. reading comic books and i'm like yeah. dude i go my generation is a generation where the only fun thing, you know, something fun that we had was cartoons and movies. Yeah. You know, because maybe the generation before us, all there was was dudes catching balls and throwing balls and tackling each well, other. But honestly, like, there are too, adults that are obsessed but, with sports teams. But would you say as that much the, as I'm obsessed with Star Wars? But would you say something like that as far as someone saying this guy saying to you, that's kid stuff. You shouldn't be reading comic books. But when he looks and sees the comic book that you're reading, yeah. would he say that to a person that was sitting there reading Pride and Prejudice? Yeah, right. It's a, it's literary. It's hey, a book. I it, mean, it, they are they are things that are viable that are real dude, books. It's entertainment. Check out Batman Year One. Can I read <laughs> incredible a, comic? Can I read a Can I read a book easily? Yeah. Or do I need more more visual? Right. Right. You know, yeah, I can mirror the two things. I yeah. can have what my mind would paint in a book, but I also can put that with the works of this artist that right. created this basic Absolutely. movie on paper. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're just movies on paper, man. And, and, like, I'm trying to think of examples like that, like Batman Year One, The mm -hmm. Watchmen, uh, yeah. The Walking Dead comic series. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. Like, and I'll throw out my, my, my homie from Still Valley from my hometown. Uh, Ed Piscor, who wrote the Hip Hop Family Tree, mm -hmm. it's basically the biography and story of hip hop yeah. through comic books. Yeah, and he and he's a huge, you know, a huge comic book artist. Yeah, uh, bef even before he did Hip Hop Family Tree, but his love of hip hop, hip hop, yep. and comics was like, I'm just gonna do the history of hip hop in comic book form, mm -hmm. and it is n like Hip Hop Family Tree, yeah. the comic book. Yeah. Is going to be in the Smithsonian yeah, as as a work of art that captures hip hop culture, mm -hmm. like an, an important history. It's it's like of a document. Yeah, it's a well researched document yeah. where the artist Ed it goes to colleges yeah. and gives talks awesome. about the history of hip hop. It's awesome. That's crazy. It's like a it's like a text. It's a you know there you uh, have it. Cartoons, dude. That's it. I'm gonna still watch cartoons. Yeah, I still love watching with my kids. We still haven't told them. I'm gonna tell them. Yeah. Let's tell them. Well, it, it's funny because 
my favorite cartoon of all time I got to share with my son when there was years when my son was little and I was home, you know, mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. bit more with my son back then. Back then, like five years ago. Yeah. But, like, uh, we just gravitated towards this one cartoon. I was just like, let me show – because I-, I showed all my kids the old school cartoons, too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, let's watch old Scooby-Doo. Let's watch old yeah, – Oh, this. God. Let's uh, that's, try this that's, stuff out. That is my – Scooby-Doo is – That's what Harlan – It is my, it is my 1B. You like that? It's right there. It's right there, you neck and, and neck, with you my and number one. You have something in common because that's his favorite. Yeah, Scooby. Yeah, Scooby. Scooby's Great right minds, there. Jay. It's my number one pick, and there it's actually a tie. Ooh, wow! It's a tie. I think wow. from two different kind of phases. Oh, Globetrotters set you off, didn't it? It's just oh, put dude, you over. Mama Cass and had that, the, Mama dude, Cass so when it had Cher and Sunny and yes, Cher dude. on. The, the Globetrotter ones, the cameos were incredible. The cameos were not only incredible, but also absurd at the same time. Yeah, the cameo episodes were, like, so special. Harlem Globetrotter episodes were my favorites. So good. I thought they were Curly, so funny. Curly, the, oh, yeah. the ball. They like had the three Stooges in it? Meadowlark, no, Curly, the basketball from, oh, he yeah, was the yeah, ball yeah. guy. There was a quick dribbler, like, I loved him. Yeah. And Meadowlark Lemon was the other guy. That oh, was the you other. Re- you remember I love the Globetrotters. I, love I remember going to Globetrotters here in Pittsburgh I to see them live. Day after Christmas, forever. Can we December twenty sixth every can we year. Make they come to Pittsburgh. Dads, that we gotta go to Harlem. We go to Harlem Globetrotters next year. Let's Day after lit. Christmas. Go it's have done. fun. Let's go have fun, dude. Dude, I'm in. Dude, this is me. Dad vacation. Dadcation. Dad day Listen, out. if right. you become a Patreon uh, uh, subscriber, we want to make out a. <laughs> no, here's what I'm gonna tell you right now. If you become a Patreon uh, partner, yeah, you will be randomly drawn. <laughs> To yeah. go to the Globetrotters with us. That'd be great. We will take two. It's done. Grown dad it's listeners. It's, it's out there. No, right. I mean, it's out there. Write it down. Two grown dad listeners from around the western Pennsylvania area. Got to be local. We're not listen, flying you in, yeah. Listen, unless we have 500 Patreon partners, we're not flying you in. Okay. That's the first time we swore the whole episode, I said assholes. Oh, no, I said shit. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll get into that oh, next week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, buckle up for next Ear, week. Earbuds uh, forever. It'll be our first Patreon episode. Yeah, uh, Patreon partnered episode uh, that that any everyone can listen to. By the way, yeah, it's not. But our extra episodes are uh, will be on Patreon. Uh, that was good, right? That's yeah. what that is called. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, huge shout out once again, Ink Division, Ink Division dot com for uh, all the grown dad merch that's coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, so just to, just to reveal it, Jay, our yeah. favorite cartoon. Yes. Tom, Tom and, and Jerry. Jerry. Tom and Jerry, dude. Tom and Jerry. Love them. Dude. But it was the same. But it was the Hanna-Barbera. It was, Laugh it, my balls off. It was It was Hanna-Barbera's. <laughs> it was the trope. It was the same thing. Good versus evil. But what was really cool about Why Tom and Jerry. Why was that different than Looney Tunes for us? So, so no, it, it's it the was the same. It's the it same. the same, but it was so, but, I loved it so much more. But the thing about Tom and Jerry as a, as a um, story arc, dude. Tom and Jerry would then team up. Yeah, they would. And when they teamed up, it was like a – listen, my brother was a Tom guy. He loved Tom. I loved Jerry. I loved Tom. If Tom did something to Jerry, my brother would be like, yeah. And then if Jerry always came out on the top, right? So, But then it was like this weird thing. But if you think of the relationship between Tom and Jerry – Tom and Jerry were truly like brothers. Yeah, you they know, fought. You're right. They fought. They fought. But when it came time for them to look after each they other did. and care, I remember being emotionally impacted yeah. when Tom was being sent to hell. Oh my gosh! Yes, that episode. I know what you're talking about. Tom was being sent to hell yes. for all the things that he did to Jerry. <laughs> yes, and I remember him, his tail dipping in the hot lava yeah, in of hell, and him going. Woo! 
yeah. his scream. But at the end, those two always came back together and would team up, yeah. and they did love each other. So it was yeah. A there br- were there were a lot of episodes that ended with them having a picnic together, which was completely different, or than, sharing a meal, which was which was yeah. was for me different than the the yeah. the, the trope that happened right. with Tom and Jerry. Looney there was Tunes. a lot of like by the end of the episode, they just kind of compromised and was like, yeah, we can't. We live together. Yeah, we live we together. together. We might yeah. as well make this work. It was like a couple that hates each other. And then there was then there, and then oh my god, and then there um the. I just remember that the person that owned the house, you only seen her from like the waist down. Oh, yeah. And it Tom, was Tom's owner. Yeah. And was it not? They like, called her mother or something. But was it was she not? Was she black? Um, so I believe that there were earlier episodes. I thought that there that were. had a black woman that may have said that that was like the mammy of the house. It was yes, like the housekeeper. It did have. Yes. Yeah. There was. Some... And you know what I mean by that? That mammy term is like. Yeah. A, it's like you were the you were the um uh the caregiver for the kids. Yeah. Like yeah. That was I remember like that a, early on. It was like on. an anti kind of thing. Yeah. To the but family. I remember that early on. That's yeah, one I, of my memories you're right, too. You're right. Because there was that that lady who's screaming at Tom like, Oh you yeah. Son of a, like, oh, she yeah. would chase him with the broom. And then like, you'd hear him, him and he would do that scream (laughs) (laughs) whatever it was but no man oh one of the best is you is or is you ain't my baby oh yeah he's serenading the the, the, the girl cat and he had and he had the he was playing the bass is you is or is you ain't my baby oh yeah and he sing a song and then she always ended up with the other cat that's right, that other cat. He, he always lost out to that other cat. But remember, and Jerry then, helped Tom sometimes. Right, with because that son Tom of a bitch. then had a drinking problem. Oh. And Tom was wasted we on he was wasted on milk. Oh, that's all right. those milk bottles around him. He that's had the right. he had the X's over his eyes yeah. for being drunk. And Jerry dog, Jerry went and pumped them to get all of it. He gave him a stomach pump oh to gosh. get the get the one. This? I love it's one of my favorite so episodes because he's losing the girl of exactly his dreams to his rival. Yeah. It's the perfect. It's the yeah. it's the underdog guy that loves the beauty queen, but she only dates the head, the football the captain. And here's Tom, like, dude, I'm good enough for you. He buys her a car. The guy brings a stretch limo. He buys this little tiny diamond. She has to put the yes. welder's helmet on to yeah, look at the diamond that's right. that his rival that's bought her. Right. That episode is epic. That's right. That's right. You're welcome. Yeah. Crazy. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah. 